Good morning, everybody. between Rav and Shmuel in regards to an area that two is used together. However, they did not make an Erev. The question is, and the only usage that they have in that area is they use the airspace. They don't actually walk that area. Does it require a heck or not? As Machlekes between Rav and Shmuel. Then we saw the Mishnah and Aves spoke out that the halacha is a person is only allowed to place his Erev Chatseris in a place which is a Malcolm Deer. He's not allowed to place it on a porch in an area in a booth where the Shimer sits. Those are not based deers, and therefore you cannot place your Erev there. However, can be placed in those areas. That's what the Gemara explains. The Erev Chatseris has to be placed in a Malcolm Dira. A Sheet does not have to be placed in a base Dira. However, the Gemara clarified that Sheet Mavais cannot be placed in the Mavai itself. Today, by the Shem, we're going to continue. The Mishnah said that the Allah is if a person rents out his house to somebody else. The Allah is as long as a person has a Tfisas Yad, as long as a person who owns the house still has some usage in the house, the Allah is that the renter does not have to be shot in the Chatser. So the Gemara is going to discuss what exactly do we mean when we say that the owner still has the ability to use the house, he puts items in the house. We're going to see what exactly that means. Then we're going to see the Mishnah on that Pevav and Aleph is going to teach us the Allah, a person who leaves his house and goes to another city, does he have to Mishnatif in the air or not? Do we say that since he's not in the house on Shabbos, he doesn't have to Mishnatif? Or no, we're going to see four sheets in the Mishnah. Then we're going to see the second Mishnah is going to discuss a bar, a pit, which is sitting between, situated between two Chatseris, which did not make an air together. The Mishnah is going to discuss how we can work it out that they're both allowed to use the well, what type of wall, what type of Mechitzah they have to place in between. That's going to be the Gemara on the Amanalf. And the Gemara on the is going to continue this discussion exactly to clarify where the wall has to be placed. And do we rely on a mechitza which is hanging? That's going to be a discussion on the base. So let's see Helgi Gemara. The bottom of Daf Pei Hey Ahmed Beitz says the Helgi Gemara Rebu Damar Miyish Sham Tvisas Yad asks the Gemara Hechi Dami Tvisas Yad. What exactly do we mean when we say that the owner of the house still has a Tvisas Yad? He still uses that area. He has the ability to use it on Shabbos, and therefore the renter doesn't answer. And just the Gemara, Kigoyin Chatzir Shal Bunyas Ben Bunyas, like the Chatzir of Bunyas Ben Bunyas. Which, if you take a look, Rashi explains, Ashru Mashal Batim Shal Chatzir Lachir. How you love Kalem Akulat Shemuterik Aisher like Kalem Harbe. That Rashi explains that this Bunyas Ben Bunyas, the Gemara is going to explain, was a very rich man, and therefore he had a bunch of houses in different Chatzirs. However, he left his Kalem. He had tons. Of, he had a lot of Kalem. So therefore, he left his Kalem in those houses. So says the Gemara, the fact that he left his own Kalem in those houses means that he has usage in the house, and therefore the people who are living in those homes do not have to mishtat. In the Arab, since it's really Bunyas Ben Bunyas's house. It says the Gemara, once you mentioned Ben Bunyas, the Gemara is going to say a story with him. Ben Bunyas, also come to Rabbi. Ben Bunyas, who's a Talmud of Rabbi, came in front of Rabbi. Amrulu Rabbi said to the people sitting in front of him, Panu, welcome the Ben money. Clear a space, clear way for the man who has a hundred money. The person's very rich, he has a lot of money, so you should clear space. Like what the Gemara is going to say, the Rabbi was Machabadashir. Also, in the Shachrin, then another man came along. Amrulu, so Rabbi said to the people who were sitting in front of him, Panu, welcome the Ben a clear space, because this person's even richer. He has 200 money, this person has even more money, so you have to respect him even more. The father of this person, Babunyas, meaning Bunyas himself, so told Rebbe, this person, Ben Bunyas, his father has incredible wealth, he's incredible assets, and you should really respect Ben Bunyas even more. So Rebbe said, when you get to his father, when you see Bunyas himself, you should ask him and you should tell him, why are you wearing this clothing? Why was your son wearing this clothing which are not befitting a of an ashi of a wealthy person of your stature, which is interesting. The Gemara is telling us an idea that a person should make sure to wear clothing which is befitting of the class that he's in. A person should make sure not to stick out with this clothing, but he should wear clothing which is befitting of the class that he is part of. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Mechabed Ashir, Rabbi is Mechabed, wealthy people, Rabbi Kiva Mechabed Ashir, Rabbi Kiva as well, was Mechabed Ashir. Kedar Shav Barmari, like Rabbi Barmari, Mena Drasha, Yeshav Ayin Lufnei, like Kim Chasid Ames, Man, Yin Saru, and the Gemara Darshan is Amosai, Amosai, Yeshav Ayin Lufnei, like Kim, when is the world proper in front of a Kaddish 
Baruch when is it when is it complete? Run Hakadosh Baruch Hu because Ma'at Shachas of Emes Ma'an Yinetzru at the time when Shachas and Emes are happening in this world that the the Shachas and Emes is what guards over this world and the idea is the way Rashi learns our Gemara and explains our Rebbe is Mechaber Ashir because the assumption is that the Ashir and the wealthy people they do Chesed with their money so that's a Rebbe would be Mechaber them if you take a look the Maril has a little bit of a different shy take he quotes the Maril but then there's a Meiri which has a third shot which is really a nice idea as well the Meiri writes that role says the Meiri I think the Meiri, the Meiri is pointing out that it's proper for a Tamil Chacham for a person who is a respectable person to look and try to be Mechabed every person can see what mile they have whether the person's wealthy whether the person has a special Mida Taiva that he has so you should look at another person and figure out something that he could be Mechabed and that's the idea like what I was just saying Rebbe was Mechabed Hashirim he would find the mile that the person had and that's what he would be, he, that's what he would be Mechab says the Gemara writer Rabbi Barachana Omar Rabbi Barachana explains again Yes, that's like a person who stores the yesed the peg from the plow that's considered a makim tefisa. Again, the Gemara explained the Gemara asked before what's considered that the person has a tefisa yad in the chutz. So the Gemara explained like Bunyas used to keep its kale in there, and now Rabbi, and we got interrupted and we said that Rabbi is mechabed the ashir. And now the Gemara is going back and explaining what's considered tefisa yad. So Rabbi Barachana offers another opinion that as long as a person stores his yes that's even if he stores this kli which is on the knife which is on the bottom of the plow. That is considered a tefisas yad, and he does not answer. I'm Rabbi Nachman Tanan to be Shmuel. Says Rabbi Nachman in the name of Shmuel. Davar anitol b'Shabbos oyster. If the owner of the house has a item in the renter's house or the borrower's house, which is something that the borrower can move on Shabbos, something which is not muk. So the halacha is that since the person who's in the house right now can just throw the item out, he can move it on Shabbos. So therefore, we look at it as if the person who's in the house, he's the one who's living in the house for on Shabbos, and the other person, the owner, does not tefisas yad, and therefore he asks in the chutz unless he's mishdatif. However, Davar anitol. However, if the owner has items in the house that the Person cannot move, meaning they're muksa b'shabbos on shabbos. Ain't aiser. The halacha is that the renter does not ask. So we look at it as the babai still the tefisas yad, and therefore you do, the renter does not have to be in the air. So the gemara tanami yachur. We learn like this as well in a brayso. Yesh tevel or yesh leashashis. V'chol derishin into b'shabbos. Ain't aiser. The halacha is if he has tevel, which is something which is muksa or ashashis, these heavy, heavy bars of metal or anything else which is not movable on shabbos. The halacha is he does not answer because since the owner has these items which the renter or, or the borrower, or the person who's living in the house right now, cannot move out of the house on shabbos. Therefore, we look at it as if the owner has a tzitzis yad in the house, and therefore the renter does not aster if he did not make an error. Says the Mishnah Vaiter, let's say a person leaves his house on Shabbos and he goes somewhere else for Shabbos. So says the Gemara, four opinions, what the holds. It doesn't make a difference whether the person who left was a Jew or non Jew. Allah is that he asks them in a chutzr, unless he rents out his property to them. Allah is they're not allowed to carry in that chutzr. Who just says, no, they do not aster. Since the person's not there for Shabbos, Allah is. We don't look at it as if he's living there, living, a person's living there, and therefore the space, the house is not aster on the rest of the chutz. Rabbi Yisrael has a different opinion. If it's a non-Jew, so he asters. Yisrael ain't an Easter. However, a Jew who left Allah, he does not aster. And the mission explains, because once the Jew leaves for Shabbos, the assumption is he's not going to come back since it's out of the tchum. So therefore, if the Jew leaves on Shabbos, we look at as if the house is completely empty, and therefore it does not aster. However, a non-Jew who leaves for Shabbos, the halacha is that since it's possible he will come back on Shabbos, Therefore, we look at it as if the Nachari is still there, is still possibly going to come back, and therefore, it does answer, we do need to rent out his house for Shabbos. So, Shimon Shimon says, 
Shimon offers another opinion that even if the person travels in his own city, he doesn't even go out of the Tchum, even if you're a Jew, the halacha is, that he does not answer because the assumption is he's not going back to his house for Shabbos. Once he goes away for Shabbos, even if it's a few streets down, even if it's a few locks down, the assumption is he's not going back on Shabbos, and therefore he does not answer, meaning he is disagreeing with Rabbi Yaisi because Rabbi Yaisi said that only if the Jew goes out of town, then we assume he's not going to come back. Rabbi Shimon says, no, even if he goes in town, we assume the Jew is not coming back. Says the Gemara, Rav gave a qualifier. However, Dafka Bita, this that we said that once he leaves the house for Shabbos, he's not going back. That's only if he goes to his daughter's house. However, if he goes to his married son's house, the Allah is that even Rabbi Shimon agree that he's still asked because it's possible he'll still go back to his house on Shabbos. Why? Says the Gemara, Damri Inchi, because people say, that if a male dog bites you, it's not such a big deal, you could go, still go inside. Meaning, if the father in law gets in a fight with the son in law, it's not such a big deal. However, Nabach, if the father-in-law gets into a fight with his daughter-in-law, poke, then you have to leave. So therefore, the Gemara is saying that if the father goes to his son, so then the halacha is that since if he if he gets into a fight with his daughter-in-law, he's going to go back, back to his house on Shabbos, therefore the halacha is, we look at it as if he's, it's still possible he's going to go back, and he asks her. So however, if he goes to his daughter, then the halacha is that since even if he gets into a fight with his, with his son-in-law, it's not such a big deal, still, he will still stay in the house. Therefore, the Allah is, he does not answer on the B'nai Achat. So again, interesting discussion. That we were discussing relationships between in-laws over here. The Yavitz points out that we see that there was challenging relationships between in-laws. We saw already this in the Gemara before the Yavitz pointed out that we had an exception to the rule. Definitely an interesting, interesting discussion. When we get to Yavamis, we'll have to see more about that. Be'ezras Hash and the Talyite speaks out that a son-in-law and a daughter-in-law has the same chiv of Av to his in-laws as he has to his father because he has to, he has to have the same Akar Satayv. That they raised him, definitely an interesting discussion. What the Khivim are between in law children. Says the Gemara Barsham Ishte Khatseris, Ainwalam and Mishabis. Now the Mishnah is going to discuss if you have a well which is situated between two Khatseris, they did not make an Arab together. So what is Allah how can we arrange that they should both be allowed to fill fill up from the well on Shabbos, says the Gemara. So you have this bar which is between two chateres, a malon and a b'shabbos. The halach is you're not allowed to use it. On, they're both not allowed to use it on Shabbos. Elam kain aslam mechitza kovayas har tefachim unless they made a mechitza of ten tefachim on top of the bar. Bein milmata ubein metayich oignay. Whether it is on the bottom part of the bar or whether it is on the top of the bar. And again, the mission is going to clarify. The mission of the Gemara is going to clarify exactly what we mean when we say lamata and metayich oignay. We're going to see. Rav Shimon ben Gamliel and Rav Shimon Gamliel says no. Beishami it doesn't make a difference. Beishami and Beishami says milmata. In the bottom of the bar, Ubeisel. I mean, Ubeisel says no. Even Milmaila, you can even put it on the top of the bar. Says the Gemara. Says no, you don't need to put up an extra mechitza in the actual bar, whether it's below the, below the water or on top of the water. We'll see in the Gemara. Rabbi says no, as long as you have a mechitza, the wall of the chutzur itself, which is on, goes on top of the bar, the halachas you do not need a wall in the in the bar itself. The halachas they're allowed to use the well since there's a mechitza on top of it, therefore they're allowed to use the well. Says the Gemara. Amar of Huna. Now we're going to explain what exactly meant when we use the terms lamata lamayla. Says the Gemara. Amar of Huna. Lamata lamata mamish. When we said it's lamata, we meant that is lamata. On the, it's in the bar, right next to the water. It doesn't go. It goes right next to the level of the water, and it goes at least ten tefachim. And lemaila, lemaila, when we said lemaila, meant that it goes to the top of the edge of the bar. It doesn't reach the water. It starts on the edge of the bar, down at least ten tefachim. The zeb is bar, and both when we said that the wall is lemaila lemata, it meant in the bar itself. Again, if you have a picture, it'll be very clear. But the point is that when we say lemaila, means from the edge of the bar downwards, and when we say lemata, means right by the edge of the water. And that's what it means when we said lemata. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda offers a different interpretation in the Mishnah. 
Lemata, lemata menamayma. We said lemata, it meant that it actually goes under the water. And lemaila, lemaila menamayma. We said lemaila meant that it goes on top of the water. So again, when we said lemata, it means it's actually going down in the water itself. And lemaila meant right at the edge of the water, but doesn't go down to the water. Now the Gemara explains. Amalei rabba barachana la bai, rabba barachana la tabai, ahadum rabbi huda, lemata, lemata menamayim, maishna lemata, mamishdalai, darivi maya, asks the Gemara, well, according to rabbi huda, that's a lemata meant that it's below the water. What's the difference if it's just Lamaila and it's on top of the water? Why doesn't it work if it's not in the actual water itself? Because the assumption is that since the, in the, since the wall doesn't go through the, down into the water, so therefore the water itself is going to be mixed. And therefore, where if, when a person sticks his pail, when a person from one of the Chatseris takes the water, the problem is that where he's taking the water from, there's no Mechitza. So that's why it's a problem. But ask the Gemara, asks the Gemara, even if you have a Mechitza which goes beneath the water, but still, even if it goes beneath the water, if it's just ten tefachim, still there's an area of the water where there's no mechitza, so still the water should be considered mixed, and you shouldn't be allowed to take the water on Shabbos. And says the Gemara, no. And says the Gemara, Amalei, he responded. Abai responded, you didn't hear. You didn't hear this memory. The halacha is that the wall itself has to go all the way from the bottom of the water till the edge of the water. Meaning the, the Gemara and the Kasha assumed that it's enough as long as the wall is tenth vachim in the in the Mayim. It doesn't make a difference how deep the water is as long as it's tenth vachim in the water itself. The Gemara answer, no. The Allah says it actually has to go, has to split the entire area that there's water. The wall has to separate between the two sides. Says the Gemara right to Rasu, Ha'adam, Rehuda, this, Rehuda, this, Rehuda, explain, Lamayla, Lamayla, Mayim, that when we said it has to be above, it has to be on top of the water. Maishna, Lamayla, Mamish, Delay. What's the difference if you're placing the wall on top of the water? So why does it actually have to go down to the edge of the water? What would be the problem if you put it on the edge of the pit and didn't, it didn't actually go down to the level of the water? What's the difference if it's not going to the water itself? So who cares? Says the Gemara. So what's the problem? It doesn't work. Maya because Allah is that because the because since there's no mechitz in the water itself, so therefore that's why the wall doesn't work if it's all the way on the top of the edge of the bar. Says the Gemara. But says the Gemara. So even if you put the wall right directly next to the water, still the water is still mixed and there's no mechitz in the water itself. So what's the difference if you tell me you don't need to put the, the wall? in the water itself so why does it make a difference if it's right at the edge of the water or if it's only on top of the bar and so the Gemara they respond to him that we gave a qualifying statement that when we said that it has to be at the edge of the water it didn't just mean at the edge of the water is that it has to be at least a tefach down to the water itself so therefore there's a difference if you just put the wall all the way on top of the bar. So there, it's not recognizable that's splitting the water. However, if you put it right directly on top of the water and, and it's sticking in a tapach into the water, there we look at it as if you split the entire area and therefore you're allowed to carry. Again, it's interesting that they're allowed to carry from the well. It's interesting the Gemara defines this Yaakov by Karchina. The Pashim Shad is that Karchina means Lashon of Bull. They used to give defi- they used to define some of the Rayim by different physical features. It's, it seems pretty clear that they were not mer- meaning it by Hashem, One time we will see the Chavazir inside where he goes through all of these titles in the Gemara and explains how they're not Lashon Ask the Gemara of Allah, Dem Rehuda, Kairabar Mataris Bukhur, but ask the Gemara, this Rehuda said that a beam of Fort Fachim, as long as it's Fort Fachim, why? The Allah is, we say, P. Tikra Yerivisaisim. If you have a Chorba, you have an area which is in ruins, and you put a beam on top, the Allah is, we say, P. Tikra Yerivisaisim. We look at it as if it's an entire Mechita. And again, if you have a picture, it'll be very clear, but the idea is you don't have a full roof, you just have this beam, which is Fort Fachim, why? We say, P. Tikra Yerivisaisim. We look at it as if another wall came down. Rabba Baravua, Kaira Arba, 
Materis Amayim. And the same thing in Allah is that if you have a beam which is four Tvachim wide, it's on top of a well, the Allah is that they're now the both sides allowed to carry. We're looking at it as if there's a Mechitza. Ask the Gemara, Haka Azod Li Likdach Giso Maisi. Ask the Gemara, why is this Allah true? Even though you're right, we look at it as if the beam goes down now, the Mechitza separating the two areas, but still, physically, there's no beam. So when a person puts the pitch, he, he lowers a pitcher down to the well, we should be afraid that the pitcher itself is going to go to the other side and he's not allowed to carry from the other side. And says the Gemara, the Rabbana knew that the Dali, the pitcher that you're going to put down in the well, is not going to travel more than four Tvachim, and therefore the Rabbana were not afraid. They said that if you put this Kaira, that's considered enough of Mechitza, and you're allowed to carry. Says the Gemara, asked the Gemara, okay, but under the beam itself, the water is still mixing over there, and you have the water from both sides, and there the assumption is that the pitcher is going to go in that area, so it should be us to carry. And the You're right, technically, if it was in another area of Alacha on Shabbos, we would have said it's us. However, since the Rabbanan gave a specific cool in regards to water that the Rabbanan wanted people to have easy access to water, so they said that it's permissible to make an Arab in this way by just putting a beam forward on top of the pit. What is the with a which is hanging, it doesn't go to the ground. Says the Gemara, what is the Does it work in a So Rav responded, this kula of Mechitza that the Mechitza itself is just hanging, it doesn't actually go down to the ground, Rav responded that that's only a kula that Rabbanan gave by water because Rabbanan wanted people to have easier access to water. That we do not require mechitza in this area. Allah, as long as you have the wall itself, which is separating two chatseris, if that goes on top of the pit, that's enough, and they're allowed to use the area. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, has a very similar opinion to Rabbi Yasi. Because Rabbi Yasi said, because Rabbi Yasi said, that Allah has a mechitza mataras, a mechitza which is going on top matters even on dry land. So Koshikin is going to say it by word. It's not because we learned the Mishnah. A person who lowers his wall, a person puts posts, four posts, and he puts walls from the top to the bottom, but they don't actually reach the ground. If they're above the ground, if they're more than three talking on the ground, again, if you have a picture, it'll be very clear. person made his sickle walls, however, they did not reach all the way down to the ground. So if it's less, if it's more than three talking, it's possible. But let's say you do the other round. Let's say you put your mechitas from the bottom, from the ground itself, and you go upwards. So it says the Gemara, if they're time to talk, talk, share, the Allah is their kosher. Because then you have good asik. Rabbi says, Rabbi said, just like from on top, just like from on bottom to on top, we say that Allah is it works as long as it's ten tefachim. So to the other round, even though the mechitz doesn't reach the ground, Allah is it's a mechitz amateras. Rabbi holds that a mechitz amateras works. So therefore, it says the Gemara when Rabbi Yehuda and our Mishnah said that as long as you have this mechitz right on top of the pit, we say that it works. Says the Gemara that's the same opinion as Rabbi Yehuda. They have a mechitz which doesn't reach the ground. Allah is we say that it's looking certain. Answer the Gemara of the light. You can't compare the two halachas. Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yitzchak do not necessarily agree with each other. Rabbi Huda said like Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak said like Rabbi Huda. You can't necessarily be Taila. The Malchikas Rabbi Yitzchak and Rabbi Huda they could be the only do with each other. Why? Explains the Gemara. Rabbi Huda said like Rabbi Yitzchak. Rabbi Huda doesn't hold like Rabbi Yitzchak. I can't like Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda only said the Malchikas Tluya works. Ela beirubi chateris. Only beirubi chateris. They're abundant because it's then they're abundant. Therefore, Rabbi Huda said, "Well, there'll be semech on the Malchikas Tluya." I will be sukkah. However, in regards to sukkah, they write a light. However, in regards to sukkah that we're talking about, which we require Malchikas, they write. 
Maraisa, it could be Rabbi Huda held that Eich Mechitzim Tliyah does not work. And therefore, Rabbi Huda would disagree with Rabbi And says, Gemara, Rabbi Yaisi, it's Rabbi Huda. And it could be Rabbi Yaisi would disagree with Rabbi Huda. Adkan, like Rabbi Yaisi, Allah, but Sukkot Israel say, maybe Rabbi Yaisi only said this halacha, that a Mechitzim Tliyah works by Israel say. Sukkot was just an Israel say. A person doesn't eat in the Sukkot. He's over and Asay. However, but Shabbos, Shabbos, this or Skilu, however, Shabbos, which is much more Chomer to Israel Skilu. Even though over here we're only talking about Dindarabana, we're talking about Mechitzim for a Rivachatzeras, we're talking about Dindarabana here for an Arab, I'm sorry. But still, since the Indian of Shabbos is very Chomer to Israel would not hold that a Mechitzah Tliya works. Therefore, it says the Gemara, Rabbi Yaisi and Yehuda do not necessarily agree with each other. It could be they each hold their respective opinions only in their specific place. The Rabbi Yaisi only holds to this halacha by Sukkah, and Yehuda only holds to this halacha by Erev Chatzir. It says the Gemara, if you're going to tell me the Rabbi Yaisi holds this halacha only by Sukkah, not by Shabbos, that story which happened in Sipari, that the Gemara is assuming that they allowed for Mechitzah Tliya, and Sipari was the place of Rabbi Yaisi, Apin Minasa, whose, whose halacha they follow, meaning Sipari was a town of Rabbi Yaisi, and they were going to see in a, a story in one second that they did rely on Mechitzah Tliya. So ask the Gemara, if Rabbi Yaisi holds the Mechitzah Tliya, it doesn't work by Shabbos, so who did they follow? Answers the Gemara, it was after times of Rabbi Yaisi, it was at times of Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yaisi, and Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yaisi held that it does work, which is interesting. We'll have to see, we'll, we'll have to see more rights to this. We find that the Talmidim, the sons, I'm sorry, of a person are allowed to agree with him. We'll have to see are they, allowed, are they only allowed to agree after the father's nifter. Interesting discussion, but you see clearly that even though Rabbi Yaisi held it's Asr, Rabbi Shmuel's son held that it was permissible. Says the Gemara, and now the Gemara is going to bring down the story. came, he said, There's a story, they forgot to bring a Sefer Torah, and they didn't have an Arab, so Lamachar and Shabbos, Parsons, Southern Alamudin. So they hung up these sheets from these poles. And they brought a Sevatera to read from it. And the, Gemara, the assumption is that these sheets didn't reach down to the ground. So you see that a Mechitza Tliya works. Says the Gemara, Parsu, the Chachil Mishari, it's permissible to hang up these sheets on Shabbos to create a Mechitza. Ask the Gemara, we learned in Mesach with Shabbos that the Allah is that everybody agrees in Allah to make an oil around Shabbos. So how could you hang up these sheets? And the Gemara, Alamatso, Sedin, and Prusin, Alamudim, Evi, Sevatera, Bekarba. Says the Gemara, you're right. Rather, they discovered that there were sheets which were hanging already in the of Shabbos. And therefore, they're able to be sent on these mechitzas, these mechitzas atliyas, to bring the sevatera. But the point is, as the Gemara, you see that there was a story in Sipari that they relied on mechitzas, which were hanging. And the Gemara says, this is not like the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi, who followed the opinion of his son, who all this was permissible. Quick, as we saw today, the Gemara on the Amad Aleph spoke out the halacha. When a person who leaves his house on Shabbos, we saw four opinions whether he has to be Mishnatif in the air or not. Then we saw the second Mishnah spoke out the Allah of Yavapet, which is separating between, which is between two Chatseris. So the Mishnah said that the Allah is you have to put a wall between them. What we saw was the discussion exactly where the wall has to be. Does it have to be on top of the water, below the water? That we saw the Gemara at Big Machlekes, what exactly we meant when we said on top or below. Rehuda said, no, you don't need any Mechitza. As long as you have Mechitza of the Chatser itself, that works. The Gemara explained, Rehuda held that a Mechitza until it works, and Mechitza which is hanging works as a Mechitza. Then the Gemara tried saying that Rabbi also agreed to Rehuda, that Rabbi held that works by Sukkah held that way as well in regards to Shabbos. The Gemara said, "No, the halachas are not necessarily dependent on each other." Have a wonderful, wonderful day.